Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Good morning, happy Tuesday to you, Steve Zippel, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead, plenty to get to in the world of all the sports, football, basketball, everything up ahead. I, I'm, are you sad this morning, Sip, that your target that you wanted for Nebraska football as a quarterback is not coming here? Spencer Rattler. Spencer Rattler is going to South Carolina. How about that? How about Shane Beamer getting it done? I regard, I regard that with sadness. I mean, we're, I, go I, ahead. I know, I know you were. That was your guy. You wanted Spencer Rattler. He's not coming. What's here, the though. obvious take, though? Why can South Carolina get him? Well, what they offer him. <laughs> That's the you question, are getting very wise in your third. Come on, yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That there you go. It's not. God, I don't think he's saying, well, what what is what do they have here? It's, it's what are they offering me that I can come there for? Isn't it, isn't it interesting that you that your thought shifted to that quick more quickly than mine? That's what wisdom. That's wisdom. I'm supposed to be the wise one here. Well, you know, sometimes we can reverse they, the roles here. Yeah, what did they offer him? I don't know what they offered. Quite I don't I don't have the numbers. I'm sure we won't see that for quite, quite some time. Quite a bit. Quite a bit. I bet. I mean that's what they're doing in that's what they're doing out there in some places. I talked to an SEC coach last week who said I'm recruiting a kid, um, a big outside linebacker, but I can't compete against everybody because one of the SEC teams put a paper in front of him um, and said, "Just tell us what you need." Uh, <laughs> that. <laughs> so your your question is the correct one. What did they offer him? I, I bet quite a bit. Bet quite a bit. Well, there I you know, go. I know you're sad, but yeah, you you will not be able to watch Spencer Rattler play for Nebraska this upcoming season. Uh-huh. That was your dream, wasn't it? Kind of. Yeah. I, th- I mean, I think it would have helped the program. I mean, I'm. I want. I, I mean, it would be interesting to cover a team that makes a stunning turnaround. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that be nice? Right. Yeah. A team that you know wins seven, six games at least, and just goes to a bowl game. I mean, what what would you rather cover? A team that make yeah that makes a turnaround or is it is it once Stays again, in is the a mud. disaster yeah <laughs> no I don't, no more mud please come on right we've had our time in the mud yeah we have a bunch of stuff to I mean we have a lot okay yeah we do we have a lot to talk about as today. always you can call or text the show at four zero four zero two four six four five six eight five watch us on the Sauter Heyman Jewelers video stream on Facebook Twitch and YouTube the show again sponsored by Gaina Trucking um so. Let's get to this to start off the show before we get to All-American stuff. Uh, last night, uh, Mickey Joseph, Nebraska's new receivers coach, was talking on the uh, on Sports Nightly. And he said he wanted to come to Nebraska, quote, because I truly believe that Scott Frost has this program going in the right direction. Sip, that's for Mickey Joseph himself. He says, quote, I'm sure people are looking at wins and losses. As a coach, you know, we look around at that's that sometime we look around that sometimes and see what's going on. There's a few pieces he has to put in place. 
He's on the right track with it. I see a well-coached team on Saturday. I see a team that's playing hard. They've come up short a few times. Mm-hmm. Goes on to say uh, he's going to figure that out. We're going to figure out that on offense with Whip, Mark Whipple, we're going to figure out what we have to do to score more points. Yes. Now, the, he also went on to say mm-hmm. that Frost has given the staff, quote, full reign to do things the way we see it. Now, he expanded on it. He said that's hard for coaches sometimes, especially since Scott is a great offensive mind. But he knows right now he needs to be the CEO and run the entire ship. So there you go. I mean, I, I we'll see how much Frost pulls back. I think that he'll still be involved in the offense. And I think, uh, yeah, he'll still be involved in the offense. But I, I mean, he's given those guys free reign. But with that, that would indicate free reign, probably in how you recruit your players, then too, right? If those guys are, I mean, if if Frost is trying to run the offense, so he might say, "I need this type of quarterback. I need this quarterback in in general." If you're to give him full reign, they can do yeah. what they want. No, <laughs> no. Hey, I mean, no, full reign. Sip is full reign. Yeah, full reign. Though, I mean, there's a, the buck stops somewhere, right? <laughs> Where does it stop at? Yeah, it stops with Frost. I mean, it's like. Fred gave gave Abdul Matt Abdelmasi full reign to recruit the Nebraska basketball roster, but Fred had to sign off on it. I mean, you're not the, you're not saying that all of Nebraska problems are on Matt Abdelmasi, right? So it isn't it the same conversation. You might start there, but it does not end there. Yeah, but that's the same conversation, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Get it? I got it. All right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's always well, interesting to hear from Mickey. That was the first time, you know, that's the first time we've heard from Mickey publicly. All those coaches are going to meet the media on Wednesday. Um, uh, the three new coaches in Chenander and Frost. So Wednesday's going to be a big day. Uh, so that's that. Good. Well, Mickey Joseph again is was, was talking last night. Good to hear from Mickey. Yeah, for I the think first time of, since coming back. Yeah, and one of those other guys will be on there today. Okay. Yeah, we'll be on the big network. Uh, tonight. Good. Good deal. Uh, you sound <laughs> thrilled. I'm just you saying. sound very excited. It's good. It's good. I'm sure you'll be tuned I'm in. I'm glad those guys are talking. It's nice to hear the new voices come back. That and, sounded and, very genuine. That, that was genuine right there. It's nice to hear them back and talking and giving us some, okay. some content here. Okay. Uh, yesterday, there is the uh, All-Americans came out, and JoJo Doman became the first player in seven seasons for Nebraska to be on any of the three teams. He's a second-team All-American as a Nickelback, mm-hmm. uh, the first guy since in 2014, you had three players, Amir Abdullah, Randy Gregory, and DeMornay Pearson L. make their way to All-American teams. Ohio State had eight players spread throughout the three teams. That was the most in the land. And, and by the way, that, that's a team that Nebraska had a chance to beat here in Lincoln with their one All-American mm-hmm. in the game. So I guess we, you talk about it all the time. It, it is important. You So you finally can get rid of that terrible streak of not having a player on an All-American team for the first time in seven years. I mean, do, is there a chance Nebraska can consistently land players on you know, on, on All-American teams going forward? Is this going to be another one every seven years type of thing? Well, I don't know. Um, but here's where, here's where I would start the conversation. Okay. I'm The, the streak of first-team All-Americans remains intact. Still going. Yeah, and that the last first-team All-American was Levante David in 2011. Mm. Okay, now no, I'm this is not to diminish JoJo's honor because it's a great honor for JoJo. 
But I'm talking first-team All-Americans. And, Jake, do you understand that Nebraska had at least one first-team All-American throughout the 70s, throughout the 80s, every year, every year, and throughout the 90s? A first-team. At least one. And in, and, and in several of those years, multiple first-team All-Americans. I mean, we're talking first-team. First-team. The best. Yeah, so this best is, I guess, this ended, sort of ended a streak. But not really. I mean, not, not in my mind. An All-American is an All-American, is a first-team All-American. Um, second team is good. Um, but I'm talking, now, I'm talking about Rich Glovers and Johnny <laughs> Rogers yeah. and um, Dave Remingtons, who won the Outland twice, and Irving Friars and Mike Rogiers and Mark Trainowitz and Danny Noonans and guys that were first-round no doubt picks Will Shields, Trev Alberts, Zach Wiegert, Aaron Taylor, those type of players. First teamers, Eric Crouch, Heisman winner. You see what I'm getting at? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Every year in this all throughout the 70s, 80s and 90s, at least one first teamer. That's amazing when you when you think about it, Jake. That's um, quite a run. Yeah. That's yeah. something that again, it, it, when you look back, you realize how incredible it was at the time. Maybe you didn't think it was that incredible because you just expected it, right? But now you're like, "Holy crap!" That was every year. Yeah, and I mean, in '71, they had two consensus All American. No, excuse me. They had four cons- four consensus All Americans <laughs> and one unanimous. I mean, they had Larry Jacobson, Jake, Rich Glover. Willie Harper and Johnny Rogers. I mean, that's what that's what I'm talking about. Okay, that well, now that team won. You know, that's a national title team. So that's what I mean. That's how you win. Hey, Jake, that's how you win national titles when you're like Ohio State, right? Yeah, eight eight players on the All American team. Right. This is what them. I've been harping on. But no, this is a great honor for JoJo. It is. JoJo is a unique player. Uh, JoJo is a player that can, you know, he's a big he's a big guy on the outside in space like i i always tell the story when i went out to cover stilly and jojo and they had that uh, their nil they had a you know a name image likeness camp for youth yeah and i always i'll always remember going out there to the where the where the where they were practicing or where they're holding the camp and i just saw jojo i'm like man jojo's big that's a big dude i wonder I wonder if they're thinking about moving JoJo inside, but no, no, he played that he played that outside linebacker nickel position, and the reason he's going to get drafted is because he's a big guy that can move in space, cover, tackle in space. You saw him tackle in space. How about against Ohio State? Oh, he made also that great interception in that game. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he made a great. He was great in that game. Yeah. Uh, Doc is cynical as always. We need, we appreciate people's optimism and cynicism on the show. He says, sixth year senior makes second team All American. Nebraska isn't going to have sixth year seniors every year. JoJo was good, but wasn't a game changer like Levante Davis no, was. He was not. I mean, he was good though. Yeah. So, 2011, it was Levante David. Game changer. Yeah, <laughs> very good. Still still a game changer in the yeah. NFL to this day. Yeah, so 2010, they had a couple All-Americans. Would you, I'd say Prince Ama Kamara um, was a game changer. Yeah. And, and, from the corner position, which is harder. Uh, he was a unanimous. Hey, by the way, Prince was unanimous. Unanimous All-Americans. That's what I'm talking about. Okay? 
Levante David. Levante David was consensus. Prince Amal Kamara was a unanimous first team All American. Alex Henry was an All American that year. In two thousand three, um, they didn't have a unanimous or consensus, but Josh Bullock's, Bullock's made at least one first team All American team. And Kyle With Larson. Ten did. picks, he wasn't the first teamer. Right. So two thousand two thousand two, Dewan Gross was an All American. Two thousand one. I'm not going to go through all of them, by the way. Okay. 2001, um, Crouch and Finotti were were consensus, consensus All-Americans, uh, first team. These are all first team guys. That's I make a huge distinction there. First team's first team. In fact, there's old school guys like me who just say All-Americans first team. That you're not. I mean, that's what that's your first. All, if you say All-American, what it says to me is you're a first team All-American. And it's still possible here. It hasn't happened for a long time, as you mentioned. Uh, it's, JoJo it's, got close. Yeah. He, he, second team's great, and we're happy for JoJo, and, and that's certainly a great honor to have. But you're right. In terms of Ohio State has eight players that made it through three teams. teams. Yeah, they, they are loaded. As we all know, Ohio State is loaded, and that's a team that Nebraska had a great chance to beat here in Lincoln. They, they were down by six and inside the 20-yard line of Ohio State in the fourth quarter of that ball game. I know. It's, and, and, I mean, same with Michigan, right? Michigan, Michigan, the Big Ten champ. That's the thing. I mean, it, there is a distinction to be made. Be, be, be. I, I hate to bring this up between what we're seeing from Hey Harrison, or, or, be, between what we're seeing from Fred, Fred Hoiberg's team, and, and what we saw from Frost's team. Frost's team did compete, did compete, and th- that's the the thing that I'm sure is it just grates on those guys over there. Never mind you or me or the rest of the media um it grates on those guys over there not in a good way jake i mean it's not it's not pleasant i mean those guys wrapped up their career with a three nine record that's not what they came back here to do not to play a bunch of teams close and get patted on the back on the way out the on the way out out the stadium after a game and say well Good job. I mean, you guys are close. You're competing. No, nah, that's not what. It's not why they came back. That's not why Ben Stilley and JoJo and Markel Dismuke and uh, Deontay Williams, those guys. That's not why they came. They came back, back to yeah to make a bowl game and, and contend for the Big Ten West or win the Big Ten West. Yeah, they went came back to to go not to go nine and three, not three and nine. Yep. Right. Yep. And <laughs> Do you hear me? That's why it, it hurts even more it, being so close. And, and yeah, you, you don't get. An award for being close. You don't get it. You don't. You get pats in the back. Like I said, that's not what people want. They want. They want victories. They want success. Success stories is what people strive. Right. For. I mean, I always remember. I mean, there's some, certain things you remember. And me and Parker saw this after Ohio State, which was a beautiful day. Right, 11 a.m. kickoff. It was a res, resplendent sunshine um, on that stadium, and it was a. You were there, right? And, Ohio State game. Yeah. No, I was at the house. I was watching it though. I watched the game from start to finish. That uh, <laughs> counts, right? Yeah, yeah. So coming coming off the field, um, Cam Taylor Britt just looked up in the air and yelled, "Close again!" That's it. And he was just he just was despondent. Like it's, it. I felt I, I felt terrible for him. You know, I mean, I it's hard watching those guys walk off the field every Saturday. I mean, I can I can remember Reimer saying late in the season, we we want to feel like it went, we want to we want to feel like it feels when you win a close game, mm. what, you know, never happened. 
Well, they won some games. But, but yeah, not a not close, a close game. game. No, they didn't, they didn't win a close game. Against a good opponent. Yeah, Chris. Let's go with Let's Chris. get a call from Chris on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, 464-5685. Chris, you're on early break. Go ahead. Good morning, Steve Jake. Hey, Chris, how are Chris, you? Chris, nice to hear from you. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's been a few days, about a week, you guys. Hey, it's good to always good to listen to your show and stuff, and we're all attentive up here. Uh, the All-American team, uh, Steve, Jake, uh, Steve, yeah, you said it. It's, uh, it used to be just you, you paid attention to the first-teamers. Right. You know, and, and uh, I, Jake, of course, I don't think would remember this, but you remember around the Christmas time, the Bob Hope Christmas show, he prayed all the All-Americans out there, yep. introduced them, crack a couple of jokes, You'd see the Larry Jacobsons, like you said, the Rich Glovers, the Rick Bonuses, the Dave Remingtons, the Dean Stein Coolers. Uh, you know, Steve Jake, listing all those All Americans and 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 great for JoJo Doman. He had a great year. You know, it's too bad things couldn't have been a little bit different here. But you know, yeah, the the All Americans used to be taken for granted. On the, on those first teams where Nebraska had one or two, but but guys, hey, pay attention to also the homegrown All Americans. Mm-hmm. You know we haven't had a lot of those. Matter of fact, I don't know Steve if Eric Crouch is the last one or not. Well, I will look it up while you can, you and Jake continue to converse. Well, okay, Jake. Yeah, the 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 homegrown. Uh, all Americans is uh, is what we need to get back and build up, but uh, you know I I don't know we'll we'll see these are these are different times uh, you know Jake you were mentioning there what what South Carolina offered you know don't know what they offered I, I, I don't yeah I don't know <laughs> you know with this nil and stuff you know it it's just I'm I'm really worried I've always said that you know the power has shifted here in this in this century to the southeast and yep. uh you know i'm worried i'm worried about nebraska competing in this in this day and age i really am and getting getting kids and recruiting's become tougher all you got to do is is look at uh, the recruiting rankings right now which i don't pay a lot of attention to but there's probably some credence to them you know because Alabama and Georgia are always up there, and, and they seem to be doing fine. But uh, I don't know, guys. You know, and, until we need we need to start keeping our our good high school players here. Uh, I, I what is it? The top two or three rated in the state. They're leaving the state, and we 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 just got to build a program from within again, Steve, like we used to do in the in the weight room and red shirt. But I don't know. These are different times. I don't. I don't know if that's going to happen. But uh, anyway, hey guys, great show, and and we're all listening up there. It can happen. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Homegrown. Homegrown. Yeah. Nebraska has had a couple homegrown All Americans. They one was a punter and one was a kicker. A uh, Kyle Larson in two thousand three. Remember him? Yeah. Former Bengal, Cincinnati Bengal <laughs> yeah. as well. Kyle Larson in two thousand three was an All American, first teamer. And Alex Henry in two ten, those are the homegrown ones. Now that, that now he's right. Now, the closest thing Nebraska has right now, right now as we sit, is 
is Cam Jurgens. Mm-hmm. But I don't sure. think they have Cam Jurgens. I think he's going to. Now, I heard again yesterday after the show that's just a matter of days that he'll announce he's moving on. Now, it's always possible Donovan Rayola could change his mind. So, you, I, you know, just you got to watch that. I want to give people a little hope here for a second. I'm I'm looking right now at this first team offense for the for the you know, all, all Americans announced yesterday. Okay, everyone who thinks oh this is dominated by Ohio State, Alabama, you know all these schools that are top five recruiting. Here are some schools that have players that were on the first team, first team yeah, all American offense. Are you ready for the schools? Yeah, I want to hear first team. Okay, all right, yeah. of course you got Bryce Young at Bama. Okay, yeah, then yeah. how about how about this run of schools? Okay. Michigan State has a first-teamer, and okay. Kenneth Walker wasn't even there last year. Transfer, okay? Transfer, yes. Iowa State. Okay. Brees Who's Hall. Brees, Brees Hall, Hall. Yeah. NC State has an offensive uh, a left tackle, okay? Yeah, NC State, average school. Kentucky, average football team, average. Mm, Lineman. Those teams were a little better now. Kenyon, uh, hey, then, hold on, hold on. Kentucky and North Carolina State, weren't those okay. nine winners? But these, are, I'm not, these aren't Bama, Georgia, like the okay. teams you assume are going to dominate right. these teams, right. right? Okay, then A&M, good. Yeah. Not Jimbo. great. Good. Jimbo. Boston College. Yeah. Average team. Who's that, by the way? Uh, Zion Johnson, the guard. Okay. Then Iowa, who's good, but not great. Great, right? Yeah, you're Hawkeye. Nebraska almost beat them this year. Yeah. Lost, but they won the Big Ten West. Going down. Colorado State was horrible. Their, their coach got fired. They have a tight end, Trey McBride, who was first team All-American. Man, that guy must be incredible. Because that team was sucked. Yeah. It, it, he, that guy must be incredible, because just think about the Big Ten tight ends that didn't make that. Right. All right, keep okay. going. Pittsburgh, which you know had a good year, but typically not a great yeah. team. Yeah. In, that's Addison, the receiver. Uh-huh. David Belt, Purdue, not typically yeah. a, a first-team All-American make a team. Good point here. Um, then Bama, Jamison yeah. Williams, and then you know, then Kansas State has a first-team All, uh, a first-team All-American. Deuce Vaughn, All-Purpose back. You're kidding. He's a sophomore. You can make a good. He's point He's a sophomore. There. I mean, come on. Those this isn't li- this isn't littered with Alabama. No. You're gonna get two got two Bamas and Jamison Williams and Bryce Young, but there's no Georgia players there. You're making a great point. Like it's it can happen. That's the thing. Please, you can get that. Don't, shout that. It, Nebraska is <laughs> capable of having a first team all American. Say it loud. <laughs> it's like that. To I just gave you commercial. schools that should be on the same level or, as Nebraska is. Uh exactly. You're you're one. Like those schools. Like, I'm glad you just did what you did. Those schools will never be like completely out of reach for Nebraska. Bama, sure. Uh, Michigan, we'll see about that. I mean, Nebraska's right there with them, but. Most of those teams I listed, you should be when you're right on par with. So you are capable of getting a player from that kind I, of school. I don't know how anybody could. I mean, you just made a point that I don't think anybody could assail, or I don't think anybody could challenge you on. Those are all schools that that are commensurate with Nebraska in ability to land players. Absolutely, and Nebraska's not doing it, and that's okay. Now. It's there's a, I believe, in what you're saying. There's a, and this is t- tricky. This is tricky. It's a tricky conversation. I don't think there's any reason why Nebraska can't have first team All Americans and first round draft picks. Nobody can convince me that they that they can't get back to doing that. Is it as easy? No. NIL is really complicated things. By the way, I mean the best way to say it regarding Spencer Rattler going to South Carolina is this, Jake. He, he ain't going there for free. <laughs> okay. I mean, he ain't going there for free. He ain't going there because, hey, man, I've always wanted to be a Gamecock. You know? Um, Oklahoma yeah, was my second school. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really yeah, a South Carolina yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, no. They got they came up with something. Okay. Um, 
and the NIL is an avenue to kind of spread money, but there's a, it's not, do people understand that NIL doesn't mean you just can give money to, to kids? There's got to be some kind of, you know, it's not just NIL doesn't allow you just to hand $400,000 to a kid over 12 months. I mean, that, that's not that's not what that means, right? That's not what NIL means. Um, do you understand? I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so, but anyway, in, you know, SEC's always always been paying players in multiple sports, but they, the Nebraska should be able to produce guys. Like well, I'm telling can, you, can, if, can, if that center Jurgens stayed, he'd have a chance to be a first team All American. He would. I would. Don't you think? Remington Trophy winner, uh, well, maybe. I I think so. Yeah. I think he would. Ha- I think he could move into that realm. But I don't see. I, I don't necessarily see anybody else right now. I'm looking at a. Okay, you mentioned there's no reason why Nebraska can't have a first round draft pick. I'm looking right now at a mock draft for 2022. Okay, a lot of a lot of schools. Yeah, look at it. Okay, here's some schools that have players projected to be first round picks. And this is again, this is one person's opinion, but I'm looking at Walter Football. Okay, one that's good. Yeah, they have the number three overall pick being a, a player from Liberty. Okay, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> if that doesn't oh, tell really you enough, you can have a first round pick. Yeah, that's really Malik Willis. So I don't, I don't think he's going that high, but that's well, my first opinion. rounder though. Probably, but still, Malik Willis yeah. of Liberty is seen yeah. as a third overall pick, possibly. Great, great okay? example. Great example. Then you got Michigan, LSU. You know, those are obviously Bama, Ole Miss. Um, Okay, Ole Miss. Have, so Ole Miss. Why, if no, Ole Miss sure. can do it, why not Nebraska? And, Keep and going. Right now, you've got a, a bad Florida State team with the tenth overall yep. pick, possibly, yep. and Jermaine Johnson, defensive end. Yep. Yep. Um, Purdue. Uh, Carl Loftus yep. is on there. Yep. Um, uh, you look at uh, let's see. I mean, LSU wasn't very good this year, no. and, they, and they're still got a couple guys in no. this list. Um, in terms of that's the top sixteen are pretty good schools. I gave you a couple there. No, no, those are those are good examples. Um, going forward, Cincinnati. I mean, they good year this good this year, but still, shouldn't always still, get up there. Yeah, Northern Iowa has a first round right, pick potentially. Right. Sip Trevor Penning, an offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, you can, you can stop right there. You can Liberty the, and Northern right. Iowa you have can, potential top twenty picks. Play this game every year. That's the thing. You can. Why can't Nebraska get? Like, like somebody might say, well, Liberty got lucky or maybe there was a direct tie to the staff or something well why can't nebraska have that <laughs> I mean, what's, why can't nebraska get I, although the most of the first round of that of that projected pick you know has great schools the, the fact that there's guys from northern iowa mm-hmm. and liberty seen as first round picks tells you all you need to know that yes it is possible to have first round talent and all americans in lincoln nebraska yeah, yeah still yeah, to this day yeah for sure even though things have changed dramatically with the portal and, uh, well, and NIL. Michigan State have... just had a, a first-team All-American that wasn't even on their premises last year, a transfer, right. Kenneth Walker. Yeah, see, that changed that's... their whole season. Right. All right. And, and Nebraska should be able can has the ability, I would think, to do that. Right. There's no reason why Nebraska can't haul in talented transfers that can make an impact. <laughs> right. And then they did. I mean, Samari let's be fair. Yeah, was great yeah, last year for yeah. Nebraska. I'm, yeah, I'm trying to. We got to balance this out. Trey was an excellent transfer. He was. They've absolutely. had other ones. Yeah. Um, and they'll continue to have those guys. Yeah. This is the. This is the. This is a very real discussion. It's one that I think Nebraska fans. I think it's important that we point out. Nebraska again. I I point it out all the time because it's very important mm-hmm. to understand that Nebraska hasn't had a first-round draft pick since 2011, and they haven't had a, 
a first team All-American since 2011. That's a long time. That's a long gap. Um, and that explains a lot. It explains a lot. And there's no reason you can't do it. You can't, and you can't lapse into this acceptance. That's what I always talk about. It, f- it feels like there's an, ex- in, not all fans, but, but with some fans, it's just this acceptance. Like, yeah, we just can't get those guys. I'm just, I'm here to drill into everybody's head that A, you can get them, and B, it's essential to get them. If you think you can just be the little train that could all the time, that we can beat these big boys without first-team All-Americans and first-rounders, oh, yeah, okay, try that. See how, see how that works. Every so often, you can do it, all right? Iowa, but Iowa, I mean, point out Iowa. Iowa pretty routinely pumps out first-rounders these days. They develop well. Right, right, right. They, they, they do. They keep. You know, they develop. Yeah, that team develops. Yeah. Iowa doesn't go into the transfer portal and get guys. They're still a. They're still what you would call a developmental program. I don't see Wisconsin. How how often does Wisconsin go into the portal? Not often. It doesn't I, seem I, like. I it. think those teams are pretty. They stay who who they are. They know what they are. Right now, I don't mind this idea of the transfer portal. It's something that that. It's not everybody. Going away. No, everybody has opinions on it, and it's. It's changed recruiting dramatically. See, Jake, do you ever think about stuff like this? I've t- I talk to coaches all the time, and th- they would prefer a two-year recruiting process, okay? Think about this, Jake. They prefer a two-year recruiting process where they get to know the kid, they, they understand the kid fully when he gets to campus, or they try to. Well, what's the, what's the transfer portal done? It's, you don't get two years. You might not get two weeks. So you're you're assessing. <laughs> I've seen enough. Uh, right. You're assessing. Riddance. You're assessing someone that you're committing to in a very limited time frame. It, uh, one coach told me the other day. It's like it's like you got a car in the driveway, um, and it's a pretty car. It's a beautiful car, and and you you got to look under the hood and assess quickly. Is this mm-hmm. is this? It's pretty, but how's the engine? You. You got to be a very, you got to be very quick at diagnostics, diagnostics, or you're just going to be a bad recruiter because you're just you're just basically kind of taking chances on guys. You know, you don't know, you can't really get to know them very well. Um, it's do you understand that? that yeah. Do you understand that coaches times. prefer a two year lead up, like recruit a kid two years. <laughs> That's not happening. Those That's day, not gonna, those days have, are, are they're done. They're not over. They're, they're dying, right? Well, they're dying. They're not as prevalent now. They're yeah. dying. Yeah, well, I don't know it's if they're still, dying. It's still important, it's still but important. they are dying in terms of the importance when it comes to college football the, coaches, the portal, how they view it. Yeah, the portal's interesting because it's just a quick fix on both <laughs> sides. Let's it's plug a, that hole. Yeah, on both sides. Yep. For the kid, it's a quick fix, and for the... And for the program, it's a quick fix. Yep. I don't know if that's exactly what we wanted, you know? You, I'll make a point about it. I'll make a point about when we return that okay. I, I, that I think will will resonate with you. Okay, it's a it's something I've thought about for some time. Okay, okay. all right, hold that thought. We have more next and early break in the ticket. The Jeep Grand Cherokee 4xe. It's electrified, boogie, woogie, woogie. so you can boogie woogie woogie into the forest. Boogie. Boogie woogie woogie through the mud. Or boogie woogie woogie to work, where you boogie woogie woogie down the hall to your boss's office to tell him you quit. Sure got the boogie. 
boogie. Then you boogie woogie woogie to the elevator. As he boogie woogie woogies after you, begging, please take me with you. Boogie. The electrified Jeep Grand Cherokee 4xE. Learn more at Jeep.com. Jeep is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC.